Welcome back. Distilled Reviews is an independent podcast funded by, I guess, us. Yeah, we don't have anything else. We fund it. That's fun. Anyway, we talk about the movies we like and some that just fucking suck. Jesus, there's shitty movies out there. Anyway, I'm Lanham. I'm Elena. And we're Distilled Reviews. This week we are talking about Captain America Civil War and hope you enjoy. What's your all-time favorite scene in that movie? Oh, God. I know yours. I know you know mine. It's where Captain America catches the helicopter. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. I think my favorite scene... Oh, it's probably when... Uh, I can't believe it, but it's probably when the Falcon and Bucky are in the car. And Bucky's like... <laughs> When you move your seat forward, and he goes, I hate you. <laughs> and he just slots over, and then Captain America has to make out with his girlfriend's niece from 40 years ago. Uncomfortable. But the scene before it, hilarious. Great comedy. All right. So you're right. My all-time favorite scene, probably in all of MCU, is Cap. What about the log-splitting scene from Age of Ultron? Oh, it's definitely a close second. It's a good log splitting scene. But you know what's really funny about that scene? Cap holding that mm-hmm. helicopter. Joe Russo said that that is the most powerful shot of the film. Powerful shot? Yeah. It's because Chris Evans' biceps are the size of watermelons? <laughs> you know, those are no airbrush or anything on those. It's all him. I believe it. The dude is a walking tree trunk. He also hurt himself. Oh, doing that film. Holding a helicopter. You don't say. <laughs> he wasn't actually holding a helicopter. He's holding on to a crane. Cranes are pretty big, too. <laughs> yeah. But no, and RDJ actually came out and joked that production didn't care that Chris hurt his arm just because they got the shot. And he said they proved it by using it to promote the film. It was in the trailers. It was in the trailers. The most powerful shot. Wow. Yeah. Even the shot where, like... Iron Man is, is blasting into Cap's shield there at the end. Jersey said that was wow. the most powerful shot of the film. It was so important that there was one day they were going to go and shoot that scene. There was miscommunication, and Costume had Chris in a thick jacket, and they sent him back. They were like 45 minutes behind schedule, which is a big deal, apparently. They said to take his jacket off, didn't they? And they had to go and completely change his outfit. Oh my Just god, it was a shirt and jeans. And apparently... He was wearing pants. Whenever he's like not in his uniform, all of his shirts are always like really tight. Apparently they make him squeeze into shirts sure that are like two like or three, three sizes, sizes too small. small. They actually do. That's fun. That's on purpose. To make him seem more... That's funny. I, I heard a bit off topic, but I heard that uh, Chris Hemsworth really doesn't like taking his shirt off. He doesn't like being exploited for his chiseled abs. And that uh, in Ragnarok, there was Taiki Waititi had taken over and was like, I'm not going to make you take your shirt off. He's like, okay, great. And then halfway through the movie, he's like, Chris, you have to take your shirt off. And Chris was like, fuck, okay. <laughs> so apparently that's a growing theme of just exploiting men for their physique. Okay, if you had a superpower, what would you want it to be? If I had a superpower? Mm-hmm. Invisibility. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I could just like... You want to know what Chris Evans says about invisibility? What? And I quote, Invisibility. If you choose invisibility, you're a piece of shit. That means you're up to no fucking good. Chris Evans thinks (laughs) I'm a piece of shit? 
He said he would take flight, that anybody should take flight. Who oh, wouldn't? He said, if you we choose invisibility, fly. you're a piece of shit, and that means you're up to no fucking good, which I believe well, is true. the second part's true, but <laughs> it's a bit harsh. What a dickhead. <laughs> you know what Anthony Mackie said he would do? If he could choose any superhero power. Hmm. Understanding women. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That dude's funny. The behind-the-scenes stuff of him? Yeah. He's hilarious. We kind of got off topic there. So what, what, what is this podcast, if not being just, off topic? Just talking about random shit. What did you think of the movie? We should probably talk about the actual movie itself. It was amazing. Yeah. I don't remember being that crazy about it when it first came out. I wasn't. I actually didn't want to see it. I thought it was dumb. But I wasn't into the MCU then, so I didn't yeah. understand see, the I was really excited. It. it came out like... I want to say the same month as Batman v Superman. Believe so. And so, I think I went and saw that because there had never been a good Batman vs Superman movie, but I'd seen a good Captain America movie. And Batman and Superman are the two most iconic superheroes of all time. Sadly, they are. And that movie was shit. Yes. It was garbage. It was a trash movie. God damn it, DC. But Marvel killed it. I mean, they absolutely killed it with this one. Do you know that uh, Wasp was supposed to have her first appearance in this one? Did the Wasp not appear in Ant-Man? Not as the Wasp. No, she just like, looked at the suit. Huh. That... So were they supposed to go get Ant-Man and the Wasp? Mm-hmm. They were supposed to. But they said that it would uh, do a disservice to her as a character to give her that kind of cameo. And at the same time, the actress, Evangeline Lilly, was pregnant. So that was also another thing that kind of swayed him against her cameo in there. Scarlett Johansson was pregnant during Age of Ultron. There's a scene at the end where she very clearly has a belly. I guess I haven't noticed that. Mm -hmm. If you see it, you never be able to unsee it. That's fair. It's like right when Cap walks in at the end, when he walks into like the the, uh, pavilion there, and he's like, Avengers, and then it cuts. And they're sitting there talking before. She's got a pretty good prego belly. Well, good for her. Yeah, good for her. Scarlett Johansson fucks. <laughs> Stop. She fucks good. Evidently. I hate you. So, uh, you want to talk about that airport scene? What airport scene? They were in an airport in that movie? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the airport scene. The best superhero fight of all time. It uh, apparently was quite taxing to do. I'm sure. It took over a year. Was it on set? Like, was it at an airport, or was it all, like, It was actually split up in two different places. It was split up in Atlanta, where it was over 100 degrees every day that they shot. That's Atlanta. And they also did some of it in Germany. Well, they actually went to Germany. Mm -hmm. That's where the airport's supposed to be. Mm Mm-hmm. We actually did some stuff in Germany and some stuff in Atlanta. At a German airport? <coughs> I think that's... I don't know the specifics. I just know that's the two locations they did it at. Better have been in an airport. I would... Why would you go to Germany? I would think they did. Not filmed at the airport? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. But um, they actually had a lot of cast members and crew members get uh, really dehydrated and had heat exhaustion issues because it was so hot. And they were all in like their costumes and everything. And they were it's out Georgia. there for hours. Yeah. And yeah... What did you think of of them knocking out War Machine like they did? 
of like the vision taken out of one machine. I think it was honestly kind of the perfect way to describe that that sh- they shouldn't have been there. They shouldn't have been. You think so? Yeah. I... And I think it shows that vision isn't as pure and good as we would like him to be. He's got some like human emotion, mm-hmm. obviously, because he was stopped like helping Wanda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think it matters? Because they made this big deal about like his legs being shattered, mm-hmm. and they just fixed it. Yeah, they just like put him in a suit, which he was already in a suit. And then in Endgame, when Nebula like messed up her little metal hand and was like, "I wasn't always like this," Rhodey related to that because of his leg, but like. What does it fucking matter? Yeah, because... Like, it, it it doesn't impact the story at all that his legs are broken. And then Iron oh, Man... No, it does. How? To end game. He can't get out. Well, but he gets out. He's with, with Rocket Hell. who can't get out. He's next to Hulk who can't get out. Any other character would have been just as fucked. Except for Thor. I just don't think it added much to the story. I don't think it adds much to the story, but I think it might show some it felt like more just a, human qualities out of Tony. Maybe. It felt like a plot derivement just so that they could get away. Maybe they were caught. Ooh, that's smart. That was why they did it, because they had to... Give them well, a even, chance to get out. Even Cap said, like, we have to get rid of the flyers or we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I guess the Russo brothers had to figure out how to do that. So, um... You know how Vision, he kind of floats everywhere? Yeah. Now they have like these like wires set up to make him look like he floats everywhere, but like in the airport scene, they didn't have that option because it was actually on site versus in a controlled studio. So they used an airboard to make him float around, which is basically a hoverboard, but it can go up to 12 miles an hour. That's incredible. So they have them. They do exist, <laughs> and they're holding them out from us. would love to go. I wouldn't mind going that slow either. 12 miles an hour? Imagine how fast that is if you just had this little thing under your feet. Okay, but motorcycles will go like 80 to 100. And you're sitting. <laughs> if you're sitting, put a chair on it. <laughs> I'm sure your feet are like locked in. I don't, I've tried finding stuff about them, but you can't find anything about them. They probably don't legally exist. I mean... It does. Mm-hmm. It says like an air compressor in it that Disney's makes it go. Disney's got some weight, bro. Disney could probably hide some shit the way NASA does. We don't know what NASA's up to. What's NASA doing now? <laughs> Stop. They cut all the budget to the space program, didn't they? For now, yeah. Yeah. So, like, all we have is some crazy stoner guy, Elon Musk, building cars and spaceships. He's going to fuck up one day and try to launch a, a car into space and be like, shit. And he's going to look over and there's going to be a space shuttle cruising down the highway and he's like, oh, god damn it. Mixed them up. <laughs> you can't mix those up. I don't know, dude. <laughs> that guy gets stoned with Joe Rogan. You know Joe Rogan doesn't short his weed guy. Oh, God. No, I don't think so. You say that till a space shuttle cuts you off on the freeway. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? I'll call Elon Musk up mm-hmm. and I'll be like, what the hell, dude? Shoot him a tweet. Ask him how fucking high he is. I doubt he smokes on the regular. Why wouldn't you? Like, what, what rules does he have to follow? The guy's a genius, billionaire, loose cannon. You think he's a loose cannon? I think he's an extremely loose cannon. 
When you have that much money and that much ideas floating around, Sprite's gonna have an Iron Man suit, to be perfectly honest. He probably has I one. I bet you he's fucking got one. He's probably got, like, the briefcase one from Iron Man 2. That's why he actually has a briefcase all the time. You know he's in that movie? Yes. Elon Musk? That's pretty cool. I bet you that's where he got the idea. Elon. What a strange name. That is a horrible name. It's Musk. Name. That's a horrible last name. You, you didn't know choose what? that one. Well, but you know, like, whenever you think of the word musk, you think of someone with really bad body odor. It's not bad enough to make you go, whoa, but it's just there. You notice it. That's a musk. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. It's a good thing he's rich. Bet you that guy fucks. <laughs> Why does everyone have to fuck? Because <laughs> he's that rich. <laughs> Anyways, back to the movie. You know, our, uh, Really badass best friend fights other best friend scene. Yes. Apparently the day before, Sebastian Stan sent a picture, no, a video of him doing quote-unquote intense bicep curls to RDJ with a quote. Hold on, let me find it real quick. Looking forward to our scene tomorrow, Robert, with a picture next, with him doing these curls next to a decapitated head of Iron Man. So oh, oh, wow. That's nice. That's sweet. He has a metal arm. Why is he doing curls? Is it curling the other arm? Yes. That makes sense. Why wouldn't they just give him two metal arms? Because he was just missing one arm. Yeah, but cut the other one off. Like, why just one metal arm? I mean, I get it. He's missing an arm. You find a replacement. But, like, if I had one metal arm, I'd say, you know, why don't you go ahead and take the other one? Look at the throw of his equilibrium. He's gotten used to being heavy on one side. Fuck the equilibrium. And he corrected it, so then he'd be... I don't think it would work. I think it would definitely work. It threw off his equilibrium, losing an arm, and then getting a heavier one. He can bounce back to a second arm. And plus, he can't be damaged at all. Except, like, in his torso and legs and head. Get a metal one of those, too. Just make him all metal. All metal. Like, Terminator. I don't know. Iron Man? No. Exactly. That's true. I would say at least two arms, though. And maybe, like, just a foot. He's got... I think he does well with just the one arm. He holds his own. He's alright. Why not two, though? And how come none of the other super soldiers have metal arms? Because they weren't missing limbs. Cut one off. Who fucking cares? <laughs> That's not how it works. You're telling me you're looking they at... They had this much vibranium, and they were like, this guy's going to be a good guy. They know where he's to gonna, get it. He's going to be, I don't know, the Winter Soldier, maybe? Let's just give him this little bit of vibranium we've got. You know why they call him the Winter Soldier? Why do they call him the Winter Soldier? Do you know? No. What do you think? Because it's always winter in Russia? No. Not Russia, Germany? Both of Ish. those are wrong. <laughs> it's not always winter anywhere. <laughs> it's summer. It's just really cold and there's snow on the ground. No, what? think about... It is. It's still the season. Think about it. Okay. What happens to every plant... During winter. It dies? Exactly. So he's the death soldier. Mm -hmm. Wow. I know, isn't that cool? It's crazy. Crazy. <sighs> Anyways. What else you got? What else do I've got? i got lots of stuff. We get Spider-Man, Black Panther, and Red Wing. I don't know if that counts. Red Wing? Mm, okay. Do you consider what all new characters did we get in Age of Ultron? Well, I don't care about that. No, tell me. I don't remember. What new characters? Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver. Who dies? Ultron. Who dies? Is that it? 
think so. Okay. So you don't count Captain America's little electronic magnet thing that retracts his shield. Okay, but it's different. You don't count that. Why would you count Red Wing? It, because Falcon... Do you count every new suit that Iron Man because gets? Because Falcon makes him seem like he's a person. Do you count Stormbreaker as a new character? We should. Do you? We should. You're not answering my question. Just... No, you don't. Do you count the Infinity Gauntlet as a new character? Yes. No. Yeah. No, you we don't. Do. No, you don't. Red Wing is not a new character. Okay, so let's talk about Red Wing. Sorry, my bad, Luke. He's in it like twice. I know. He was underused. Under you? What the fuck else are you going to do with it? It's just a drone. Tony Stark has like all the drones. <laughs> we won't talk about Red Wing then. Fuck Red Wing. Alright, uh, Black Panther. Fuck Black Panther. No, he's pretty good. He's. He was a bit of a prick in this one, though. He was. Well, the weird thing was... He... He should have been on Cap's side. With what he was, his thought process the, yeah. was? Absolutely. His beliefs put him on Cap's side. Absolutely. But he was only on Iron Man's side. Because he was against Winter Soldier before he knew everything. Bucky was on Cap's side. Exactly. Yeah. And the other thing, Spider-Man should have been on Cap's yep. side, too. Yep. Yep. But... Really weird. Who else? I don't know if... Winter Soldier, not Winter Soldier, uh, War Machine definitely should not have been. Uh, no. War Machine's because always been a military he's man. he's always been a military man, exactly. Yeah, he should have been an Iron Man. He's known for taking, you know, following orders. Yeah, you just do orders. what you're told. Exactly. Exactly. And then, Tony, because he's all boo-hooey, he's, I blame myself, but shit happens. But in, realis- like, realistically, he should have been on Cap's side with how he stands. Iron Man? Yeah. Who is the most, I don't give a shit what anyone yeah, tells me, I'm going to do what I do want. Do whatever the fuck I want. But he had the argument about his weapons. He does have the argument about his weapons. That when. But he had the choice. And that's what Cap says to yeah. him. You made that choice. Well, and it really doesn't fix anything. No, it doesn't. Like, everyone hates the Avengers because they wreck a city. But the next time they wreck a city, everyone just hates the UN. It's just shifting the blame. Exactly. It's so that they don't have to take blame if something goes wrong. Yeah. And Kat made a really good point of what if they send us somewhere we're not supposed to be? Yeah, do they pick who the enemies are? Do they basically become like a military force mm-hmm. where they go and mm-hmm. invade Afghanistan? For no reason. Yeah, because they're told that yeah, it wouldn't be good. Exactly, and that's why Cap's against it. Or they won't let them go somewhere because they're not supposed to be there. Yeah, and then you start dealing with, like, treaties and shit. Mm-hmm. And we have an embargo there. And exactly. Because it was overall a shit idea. Yeah, it was a flawed plan from the beginning. And here's another thing. After Civil War, do they just, like, forget about it? Like, all those countries still passed it. Like, it, it's illegal. Well, that's something that... We have oh excuse me, that's something we have to think about in the next phases. Because what happened next? They never address um next would have been Guardians too? No. What? Maybe. I mean what big thing Infinity happened? War. Exactly. Nobody knew it was happening until it was too late. Yeah, I guess they got away with it. When Tony and them just fucking packed up and left Earth. Yeah. And then Cap. Tried to fight a hologram. But then in Endgame, said bigger fish to fry, I guess. Well, half of the world's government was gone. Yeah. There was no one to answer to at that point. Hmm. 
It just, it, I mean, it was really good for the movie, and it fit with, you know, what had, just what had happened in New York, in Avengers 1, in Cap 2, in Iron Man 3, in Thor 2, which they didn't address. They should have addressed Thor 2. They were going to, like, destroy the universe. I guess they don't want to talk about shit movies in the MCU. <laughs> they talked about Lagos in the beginning of Civil War, and then Sokovia. So it was, it was very relevant to the film itself. Mm-hmm. But then after the movie's over, it's just nothing. It's nonsense. It becomes pointless. It becomes a piece of paper. You know what we should probably do? What should we probably do? You should say what the story was. Should we talk about what actually happened? Yeah, like the actual movie. I thought we were reviewing and explaining. Yeah, but we still gotta tell them what the movie was about. Why don't you do that? I'm gonna go to that it starts with the raid in where was it? Why are you telling me? I'm telling our, Lagos. Lagos. Africa. Yes, in Africa. There's this big old raid and all these people are doing bad things. We never really get the full story of what they're doing there except that they have this weapon. Who were they after? Oh crap, what is it? Crossbones? Yes. Yes. And they had this weapon, which is never addressed again. Yeah, I think it was like plutonium or something. Some like stuff to make bombs with. It was never mentioned again. No. And in fighting for it, Wanda blows up a building. That's a (laughs) rash way of putting it, but yes. She did, and that's what helped bring the Sokovia Accords into play. Why didn't they name them the Lagos Accords? Because... That impacted one city where it was a very poor city already. Nobody ever really cares about poor cities, sadly. Can we keep in mind Sokovia wasn't a poor city? Oh, what a Can we keep in mind monster. that they were all pissy because they destroyed Sokovia, but a few films before, they had decided to nuke New York City. Nobody mentioned that. They sent a fucking nuke to a highly populated city. And they were like, fuck it. Yep. Kill all our people. Kill them all. And, and they and just that's the brushed pro- right over that. And, and then the they blamed... the problem with the Sokovia Accords. Yeah, same shit. But they blamed the Avengers for the destruction. There was still buildings left. There were still... I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess a majority of people still alive in the city. Yeah, because... We didn't see it, but I'm sure there were a lot of... Like, every time a whale went down, crushed well, a building... I'm sure it killed plenty of people. But most of the city was okay. At least structurally. Yes. And they were going to nuke it. <coughs> so, I'm not taking the high road with me, Thunderbolt Ross. Anyways. So, they're fighting, blah, blah, blah. <coughs> Have the Rona. <coughs> it's the Rona. Coronavirus. Anyways. We don't need to turn into a quote in TikToks podcast. No, we really don't. Can I pet that dog? <laughs> Can I pet that dog? Stop. Right. That was the last one. <laughs> Anyways, so Wanda, she, in saving a group of people close to her kills another group of kills people. another group of people <laughs> real trolley track situation <laughs> in a building next door with her crazy wand of powers which can we talk about her powers for a second like we've seen that they can do some cool stuff but seeing her do that 
was impressive. Well, like catch the bomb? Yes. Yeah. That was impressive. Yeah. Impressive compared to a person, yeah. But like... Okay, compare it to Cap. Well, I mean like compared to what else we've seen Scar- uh, Scarlet Witch do. It's pretty middle of the line. She's pretty good. Like if she couldn't do that, I'd be surprised. But it's the first time we really see her do some kick-ass stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, she went toe-to-toe with Thanos and would have beat him. She'd have killed Thanos herself. She killed the Mind Stone. She did. Destroyed the Mind Stone. That was impressive. That was extremely impressive. That was wild. But the only problem with that... Because the Mind Stone... Kept him from getting all of them. That was was the last I'm trying to figure out what gave her her powers. It was a Space Stone. Yeah. Still, wild. Why did it affect them differently? Honestly, Wouldn't it have given them the same powers? I don't know, unless like there's just the way your body takes it, or well, maybe they not... were able to manipulate it differently. That's something that was never really covered, of how they got their powers. It's not their origin in the comics, either. Because in the comics, they're actually X-Men. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're the children of Magneto, so they were just born. And in the X-Men series, Like basically by the time you go through puberty, you start developing powers. Mm-hmm. And so that was just, and like there's no rhyme or reason to who gets what. It's just a mixed bag of luck, and that's the ones they happen to get. So it made sense in the X-Men movies, but in this it was kind of weird. Because Wanda's power is just kind of like, everyone else's can be explained. Yeah, hers cannot. Yeah, hers are, hers She's are odd. She's got these powers. Okay, and this. Why is, is Captain Marvel more powerful than the Scarlet Witch? I don't think so. You think they're the exact same? Levels of power? Mm. See, because Wanda's got these mind powers, which she can get in your head. I would say that Scarlet Witch has a more vast amount of powers, can do different things. Like, Captain Marvel can basically just, like, break shit. Yeah. And shoot. Hers is strength. Yeah. Mostly. They both got their powers from the Tesseract. They did. So who's to say that Captain Marvel couldn't do those things. I would think she could. Exactly. I would think she would if she could. That's why I don't think she could. Then I don't think she's more powerful. I would think that Wanda's more powerful. You think toe-to-toe Scarlet Witch could be? Yes. I think she could too. I think she might be the most powerful right there next to Thor. You think Thor's more powerful than Captain Marvel? Uh, yes. He's a god. Yeah, but how many times have we seen Thor get his ass kicked? But as soon as he remembers who he is again... Yeah, but Hulk beat Thor. And he had just... He was at the lowest point of his life. I think Captain Marvel could beat the shit His dad had Hulk. just died. He forgot that he wasn't the god of Mjolnir. He's the god of thunder. He didn't remember that. I think Captain Marvel could beat the Hulk. Captain Marvel? Yeah. Yeah. Thor barely can. No, I think Thor can. But he has a relationship with him, so he can't let himself truly beat him. He probably was holding back in that Ragnarok fight. Think about it. Makes sense. Until they tased him. They did tase him. He's way fucked up. Because he had him. What a world. What a world. Anyways, so Wanda blows up a building. God, we're still at the beginning. Yeah, we're still at the beginning. Okay, no more sidetracks. Yeah, we'll see. We get over, we come back to... 
good old America. And we see Tony with his new barf simulator. That Mysterio created. Mm-hmm. Mm, plot points. Yep. Plenty of them. Lots of setup. And he's, you know, reliving his last goodbye to his parents. Boo-hoo. His parents died. And he... Harsh. It is harsh, but... I mean, come on. He's got one shtick. His parents died. Jesus. It's kind of a big deal. Yes, but he exploits it. Does he? I think so. Exploits it? I do. A perfect example of him with the simulator. It only took me, how much did he say? A couple hundred million to get through that therapy. Blah, blah, blah. It was a drop in the bucket to him. I know that. But it was he... like us buying Sonic. Like, oh, this meal cost us $12. You think we could get out of Sonic for $12? Because I don't think so. I could get out of Sonic for $12. Yeah, you could alone. Well, you don't like Sonic, so that's how it would go anyway. That's fair. I don't eat Sonic food. Sonic's great. It all tastes the same. Fair. <laughs> Fine. It all tastes like the same grease. Well, I only get the same thing when I go there, so it doesn't matter. Anyways... So he's going through a hard time. Him and Pepper are taking a break because he can't quit with the Iron Man stuff. No, because Gwyneth Paltrow, they couldn't afford to have her too. Or she was busy. That's why they wrote that in. But okay. Tony can't quit Iron Manning, sure. That's the storyline anyways. And so he has a react to seeing that she was supposed to come out there and talk on the teleprompter he just decides you know what let's give everyone at MIT all the money in the world to do all their research projects all of them are approved and finance which is a bit extra if you ask me when you got the money I mean <laughs> it's not like it's not like he's not gonna be able to pay rent because he funded all those fucking projects I mean I couldn't imagine having that much money and the paperwork behind that no shit there's an open-ended check yeah. Like, did he pay for their school, too? Because I would have said, oh, yeah, my project's going to cost about $120,000. He'd have gone, whatever. At MIT, that's like two semesters. Okay, it would have cost like $8,000, $800,000. Regardless. Anyways. So, he goes down the hall, and I think, was he looking for the bathroom? Was he leaving? I think he was getting in an elevator. Yeah. Yeah, because he walks up and sees the woman, and she hadn't pressed the button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standing in front of an elevator. And this woman, her kid was over spring break on some mission retreat thing. and Building affordable housing. In none other than... Sacovia. Sacovia. And she gave her boohoo story about losing her kid because of them... Dropping the city. Why are you so fucking mean? Shit happens, okay? You can't be sad about it? No, you can be sad, but you don't have to go and attack someone whose fault it technically wasn't. You were crying in the kitchen because the bars are going to be closed on your birthday. I didn't cry. You were on the verge of tears, and these people lost beloved family members, and you were like, whoop-de-fucking-do. Get over it, you whiny bitch. I just mean, it's not appropriate to handle it that way. If you want to be upset, be upset. If you want to be sad, be sad. But don't go and rub it in someone else's face. 
the person whose fault it is. It wasn't his fault. It's kind of his fault. I mean, if you really want to break it down, creating Ultron, yeah, that was his fault. I mean, fault. all that blood's kind of on his hands alone. But it happened. It's done. I mean, there's you can't take it back. Okay, I'll remember that when a superhero, when a murderer kills your son, and I'm going to be like, get a shit happens. He just robbed him. He's just a man. Anyways. So heartless. So they do the Sokovia Accords, and it's a bunch of bullshit that, you know, every superhero must sign and say that we'll listen to what the government tells us to do, and we'll go where they need us, and we won't go where we're needed kind of thing. Now here's the thing. There's no clause in the Sokovia Accords for representation. No. Like, if they had cap on the board of United Nations, like, they don't have a voice. No. That's kind of bullshit. Exactly. They suck their voice away. Exactly. They don't have the choice anymore. They could say, hey, y'all need to go to this place at this time and do this thing, and they just have to go and do it like little trained puppy dogs. And Cap wasn't having that shit. So he didn't sign. And at the same time, Peggy Carter dies. She went in her sleep. It was quite sad. So Cap goes... Oh, that was the sad part. That was the sad part. When the 94-year-old woman passed away in her sleep. It was sad. That's the sad part. It was sad. Not the uh, child civilian murdered by the superheroes. Not Tony's family killed by a Hydra agent. But the old woman passing away in her sleep. What more can you ask for? It's a Cap movie. We gotta be sad for Cap. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Cap. No, because Cap's never sad. He doesn't bitch about anything. Because he's a man. A helicopter-stopping, watermelon-sized armed man. (laughs) Anyways, so we go to Peggy's funeral, and of course he's a pallbearer, which is really sweet. And so is old man Cap. So they claim. Who really knows? He was there. Why would he not go? We'll see. He was there. Okay. Anyways, so after that, we're drinking in a bar, coping with our feelings like everyone should do. Like men do. That's what we're doing now. What are you having to drink? Cherry Box Sour. Cherry Box Sour. I'm having a cold, non-sponsored Michelob Ultra. Non-sponsored? Not yet, they say. Call, call me up, Michelob. Make you famous. Oh, we need Michelob to sponsor us? Mm. What about Tito's? Just somebody, shit. Anybody. Anybody. Need some money in this bitch. My grandparents will sponsor our podcast. <laughs> Anyways, so we're at the funeral. I'm really doing this scene by scene, aren't I? Yeah, you could skim if you wanted to. Okay. Everyone on the planet saw this movie. Then why do I have to run it down? We still gotta talk about what happened. Okay, all of a sudden there's a guy that looks like Bucky. There's a bomb. The bomb goes boom and kills people, as bombs do. At the signing of the Sokovia Accords. Yes. Very controversial. Very. And Bucky did it. So or they did think. he? Twist. <laughs> and then we cut to Bucky. And he's just doing normal Bucky things. Buying newspapers. And, and groceries and such. Doing that super secret spy thing where you're standing on the other side of a road and a bus passes and you disappear before the bus comes back. And he's, which I assume they just have to, 
like run like a madman somewhere <laughs> and hide <laughs> before that bus gets by where they were. And they're in the super secret Marvel superhero uh, disguise. The, the undercover Marvel. Ball cap, sunglasses. <laughs> and a generic t-shirt. Who will ever know <laughs> that that is the giant boulder of a man, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth? Or We're not Evans. talking about him. One of the Chris's. We're talking about Sebastian Stan. He's a boulder of a man, too. He has a metal fucking arm. He's not hiding from anybody. I know. He's really not. You can't... How many times do you think when he first got that arm, did he, like, rip a door off the hinges trying to open a door? Or just crushing a doorknob? I would. Just to see if I could. I feel like he did it on accident, though. Oh, wow. Like, he didn't know how strong he was. That's crazy. And he just rips the door off the hinges and just chunks it Okay, we're arm. off topic again. Anyway. It's kind of on topic. No, it's not. Anyways. Bomb goes boom. Bomb goes boom, and they all think it's Bucky because someone saw him leaving. Plot twist, it wasn't him. He was on the other side of the world. Well, maybe just a few countries over. Yeah, I bet he wasn't far. <laughs> Anyways, um, Black Panther, his name's T'Challa. T'Chaka. T'Challa, yes. T'challa. And then his dad, T'Chaka, yes. was there also for the signing. King T'Chaka, he earned that title. He did earn that title. And he was there for the good old signing of the Sokovia Accords. And as Why he were was, they there? Do you remember? For what? Because when Scarlet Witch blew up that building, there were Wakandians. Or oh, Wakandans. Yeah. Wakandans. Wakandians. They were there. So he was there to like, we need to get this shit back in check. Says the man who was a super secret panther-like individual hero. For decades hmm. and followed no rules or laws. Interesting. Here's the underlying problem with the MCU. Everyone's a fucking hypocrite. That's <laughs> that's the problem. Is they're like, I'm gonna be a super secret hero, but not the rest of you. No, no, no. You can't be public heroes. That's such horseshit. I know. Everyone that follows the Sokovia Accords was like, Yeah, but this isn't for me, right? Yeah, exactly. I can do whatever I want. Yes. Anyways. T'Chaka gets, he goes boom with the bomb that goes boom. He do go boom. And T'Challa is very, very upset, and he's, um, <coughs> I'm going to avenge my father. <laughs> We're going to undermine this death, too? And so, no, just his attitude. You're evil. <laughs> I'm not evil. He wasn't pouting. He was, like, getting checked out by an ambulance, and then he was like, I'm going to go kill that guy. Which is a completely reasonable response to a man who just blew up a bomb and killed your father. Anyways, so they think it's old Bucky Barnes, but it's not Bucky Barnes. It's an even worse human being. A foreigner. (laughs) Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. Nothing like he is in the comics. Yeah. He wears like a big purple sock over his head and he has a crown. He's supposed to be this really big, big guy. He's coming back. I know he's coming back, but he was definitely, his character versus the comments was definitely underdone. But it was very real. It was very real. I don't even think he was, I mean, I'm not sure, but I don't even think he was from like Sokovia or anything. I'm not even sure Sokovia is in the comics, to be perfectly honest with you. Anyways. Anyways. So, he had killed some rando guy who we don't really know. Hydrated. No, not the first one that he killed. Who was the first one he killed? No, not the second guy that he killed. He killed the Hydra agent, yeah, yeah. and got the, the the book, the super secret words, super secret book of knowledge, book of <laughs> how to how to start my Winter Soldier for dummies. <laughs> yeah. 
And he killed some other guy. They just had him chilling in his bathroom. Do you know who that was? It was Joe Russo. Joe fucking Russo. Yep. He has a cameo in every one of the movies. I knew that. Yep, yep, yep. Actually, who was he in the cameo? He was the one in the bathtub? He was the one in the bathtub, yeah. The psychiatrist that was supposed to interview Bucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was he in Infinity War? I I know he was in Endgame. He was the gay guy. Yeah. And then in The Winter Soldier, he was... The gay guy. (laughs) He was all flounced around as the first openly gay character in the MCU. So nobody gets to get mad by addressing him as the gay guy. Okay. Even though Valkyrie's gay, I think. Isn't that what they've been talking about doing? I think so. Anyways. Anyways. But who was he in, in Winter Soldier? He was the doctor who brought um, Sam Jackson back. Yes, he was. Yeah. And then in Infinity War. Okay, that's not what we're talking about right now. Oh, his cameo was cut out. When Doctor Strange meets Tony in the park, uh-huh. there's like a paparazzi guy taking pictures of Tony, mm-hmm. and Happy Hogan ch- chases him off, and that was supposed to be Joe Russo. Mm. But they cut it, because it was pointless. It was pointless. Anyways. So he goes and interviews Bucky at the... No! No, that's not where we're at yet. Yeah, you skipped a part. I was just talking about him. Okay, keep going. He had made a funny-looking mask to make him look like Bucky. Badass Mission Impossible mask. And he went and did did the bomb thing. He did. And they found out where Bucky was, and they went to chase his ass down. With lots of guns and stuff. And Cap he was in was, Germany, wasn't he? He was in some country. Wasn't it like... I thought Falcon was like German police just out of the building. Maybe know. not. They were in some other country, but Cap was there. And he was like, I gotta go save my friend. He didn't do this. Which he has no way of knowing. Exactly. Because he definitely knows that Bucky murdered Tony's parents. He definitely knows that he's a loose cannon. What kind of stretches that he would bomb a nation's meeting. That is the definition of a loose cannon, sir. Not Elon Musk. Perhaps a loose bomb. (laughs) If we're being honest. Boom. Ba-boom. Okay. So Captain Bucky versus the world. Yes, and there's some really cool scenes there. They jump out of a building and lots of really cool shots. And Bucky tries to kill people. Yeah. Cap has to save them all. Cap's playing defense. Or, and yeah, offense. And offense. At the same time. He's still pretty, pretty badass motherfucker. And Cap's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just the whole time. Yeah. And he's like, Bucky, quit doing this. And then they start running. And I mean, they are running. And then they all of a sudden... Running. Boom. Black Panther. Guy in a cat costume. You're like, what is going on? Why is he so fast? And they're jumping over cars and all sorts of stuff. And Not Cap, though. He's the only smart one. Yeah, he gets on a motorcycle. No, Bucky gets on a motorcycle. Cap steals a car. He does steal a car. Because he's like, I'm not fucking running. What are we doing here, guys? And the police show up and they're all detained. Who else shows up? Tony Stank. No. But when yeah. they get arrested. War Machine. Oh, yeah. And he's like, now you're a criminal, Cap. I'm the high road character, and I don't know how to do dialogue. Don Cheadle's such a good actor, but they give him shit lines they in do. these movies. They really do. He's, he's basically like Don Cheadle doing a Tony Stark impression. Ooh, that's a good idea. It's not good. I do like him, though. Any squeeze. So they're all detained, and they're all in prison, and 
Tony's like, Cap, I can help you out. All you have to do is take this pin that was for some other big signing thing because I'm rich and... Some other... Go ahead. Eisenhower signed the uh, Treaty of Versailles that ended World War II. Anyway... Some other bullshit document. Because I'm rich and cool and I've got rich and cool things... Just sign this and I can help you out, Cap. And Cap was like, fuck you. Eat my farts. <laughs> That's a line they'd give Don Cheadle, goddammit. <laughs> and so, at the same time, we've got some therapist coming to talk to old... Psychiatrist. Psychiatrist to come and talk to old Bucky Barnes. And plot old, twist... Old James Buchanan. It's a crazy Zemo guy. And he says all the secret, how to start, what was it? It was, uh... How to start your Winter Soldier for Dummies yeah, words. Yeah. How to troubleshoot your Winter Soldier. <laughs> and your Winter Soldier, try turning him off, turning turn him, him back, back on. <laughs> and all, he got him to go all crazy Winter Soldier on him, and he broke out. And it was not pretty. Do you remember the scene where Tony's got the wristwatch? The like wristband and it breaks into the Iron Man glove. Yes. And he grabs the end of Winter Soldier's gun, and Bucky pulls the trigger, and Tony looks at him like, "What the fuck, dude? Do you remember that scene?" Okay. Yes. That was it. Oh, that's all you wanted. Okay. Yeah, like the the expression on Tony's face when he was like, "Fucking seriously." I thought that was a really cool scene. Because Bucky just tried to shoot him through the head. He's a loose bomb. Yeah, whatever. Oh, whoa. <laughs> classy. Anyways. And then the most quote unquote impactful scene in the movie. When old Bucky Barnes is making his quick getaway in a helicopter. And Cap tries to curl a helicopter. And man, does he look good doing it. Until Bucky gets smart and just rams a helicopter into him. He does. He does. That was very unbucky of him. Well, kind of dumb. That was his way out. Yeah, and he kind of ruined it. He just it. fucking wrecked it. I think if he'd have just kept... Cap looked like he was on the ropes. He wasn't going to hold that thing for long. No, he just had to... He just give it another minute, he'd have been fine. Yeah, it's true. He wasn't going to run out of gas. Regardless. He gets, he gets away. away. Do you want to take over? You want to do the rest of the movie or some of it or anyways? Oh, are you getting tired? Yeah. How long are we into this? I don't know. Yeah, so they get away. So Cap and Falcon have got Bucky in this little arm bar press thing. And then Bucky starts telling tales of the old. And then he's like, all right, my Bucky's back. And then, see, then what they do? Then they go to an airport. That's when we find out there's more Winter Soldiers. There's more Winter Soldiers. Do we find that out at the airport? Before the airport. That's why they were going to the airport. Yeah, to get out of there. Uh, Hawkeye tries to break out Scarlet Witch. And Vision, succeeds. Vision beats the ever-loving shit out of him because he is literally some dipshit with a bow and arrow. It's true. And then the Scarlet Witch really puts the ground pound on old Vision Boy and just funnels him deep into the earth. And they get a quick getaway. Quick getaway. Uh... Hawkeye goes. Hawkeye basically plays like matchmaker and starts recruiting superheroes throughout the country. He goes and grabs 
Ant-Man. Yep. Because Falcon knew him. And I believe that's everyone. That's the crew. Tony. Not four. Cap, Bucky. Maybe six. Cap, Bucky, Falcon, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, Ant-Man. I think it was six on six. Something like that. Yeah. So we got... So old Tony boy. Tony Stank goes and gets him. <laughs> an adolescent who he's trying to bang his aunt. True. An adolescent who definitely should be on Cap's side or just left out of it because he's a child. And oh, then, fun fact. He was the youngest one on set at 19 years old. Old Tom He's also Hall. the youngest person to ever portray Spider-Man live action. Look at that. Yeah. Spider-Man's always been a high school kid and they've always had like 28-year-old people play him. I think Tom Holland's best Spider-Man. And go. So we got Tony. Spooderman. Spooderman. The Vision. War the, Machine. The Black Widow. <laughs> the War Machine. And Black Panther. Two characters with black in their first name. I think one of them should have switched sides with probably Hawkeye. He was pretty useless besides a recruiter. Because you don't need that many characters with the name black on their name. Anyways. Anyways. Six on six. We go to an airport. And we duke it out. And Cap's... They're all like, what do we do, Cap? And Cap's like, I I, I suppose we'll punch for a bit. And so <laughs> they all start punching for a bit. And uh, there's some wins, some losses. Um, let's see. Black Widow switches sides Black for a Widow second. Black Widow switches sides. Vision kind of switches sides or at least commits friendly fire. Um, Ant-Man goes big man. He tries... Or Giant or, Man. Or Giant Man. That's good. I like that. Giant Man. That's funny. Giant Man tries to kill uh, Black Panther with a piece of an airplane. That's kind of crazy when you think of it. Yep. Um, War Machine gets swatted into the air. Swatted out of the air. He got swatted somewhere. And then Spider-Man wraps up his legs and uh, Vision hits him with... A cannonball formation? <laughs> I guess he's been watching like ridiculousness or some shit. And so they take Ant-Man out. He asks for orange slices. Which I, I think that was supposed to be a good joke. But again. But it was not. But isn't it something about like citrus helps with body aches or some shit? I don't know. Something. Anyway. They fly off. Vision shoots at Falcon. Falcon does the good Deflect. old good old suck the wings in and cannonball spiraling towards the earth. He shoots some missiles at War Machine, Falcon does, that miss him on purpose and then explode. Second time Cap Teen used the miss as a distraction thing. Props to him for their like, you don't have to be that good. You just kind of got to have a plan. Vision strikes him out of the air. He says, I'm flying dead stick. There's a scene where Vis where War Machine's technology is knocked out and he's still talking to Tony. So is the communications separate from Perhaps. the power of the machine? That is something to really And think also, about. there's a lot of like talking into earpieces, right? Mm-hmm. How come none of them fall out when they get their head punched? No. Well, that, no. <laughs> How come when Cap talks, Iron Man doesn't hear it? 
Shouldn't they all be on the same? Shouldn't they all be on the same link? Mm. Shouldn't it all be Stark technology? In all honesty, that's true. Those are some very good points there. Anyway, Iron Man uh, tries to go to the Earth, but even his newfangled technology will not save his friend's legs until it does. Gremlin, until it pretty much does. Um, she really probably put some parachutes on that Iron Man suit or something. Yeah, just in case, you know. You, you get, get shot me. out of the air, maybe. Um, fucking Tony takes a cheap shot on Falcon. He does. Pretty funny scene, but the more I watch it, the more I want to kick Tony Stark in the head. It's true. Those are all very good points. And so Bucky and Cap, reunited again, fly off into the sunset. Happy ending to the end. Just kidding. They go up north to the Cold Lands. The Cold Lands. The, to kill all the other the, winter soldiers. Apparently, it's always winter land. <laughs> and they go to kill all the other winter soldiers. And Tony starts interrogating Cap's team that's locked up on the raft, which is big in the comics, a big, like, supervillain prison. And uh, him and Hawkeye have a very interesting exchange where I'm like, if they drop these bars, Hawkeye's going to beat the ever-loving shit out of Tony Stark. And I wanted them to oh, drop this too. Anyway, and then he starts talking to Falcon. Falcon makes a nice racism joke about having to go Mark Furman on his ass, which is a man who was brutally beaten by the police, a black man in America. And then he tells him where he's going, because I guess they let Falcon know that shit, but I wouldn't be letting none of them B-list motherfuckers know where I was going. <laughs> Those B-list motherfuckers? B-list motherfuckers. You don't see their names in the title. They get the Disney Plus shows. The real heroes get movies. And so Tony Tony heads off. His helicopter has a suit in it. He heads off to do exactly what he signed up to not do anymore. It's true. Which was independently hero. And then he meets him at the facility. But Tony, nope, Cap and Bucky discover all the Winter Soldiers has been murdered in their sleep like a coward. And Zemo's behind a blast door. And he's like, you can't get past this black blast door. And Tony's like, I totally can. And Zemo's like, yeah, shit, you probably can. I'm going to go. And he bounces. But before he bounces. He plays a recording. Not just any recording. Of a security camera on a road in the middle of the woods. Which makes absolutely no sense because the only places that have cameras are intersections. Planted at exactly the point where Tony's parents' car crashes. And where they get... Murdered and Bucky, by none other than El Wientro Soldier, <laughs> our good old friend Bucky Barnes, Mr. Buchanan. <laughs> he, uh, by the way, the death of Tony's father was a lot more brutal than his mother. Mm-hmm. Like he punched him in the face with a metal arm multiple times, several times, killing him, and then just choked his mom to death. Yep. With his, do you notice he used his metal arm for all his kills? I have not noticed that. Is well, it, if he sh- had two metal... Because one of them's a metal fucking arm. No, I think it's supposed to show the difference between Bucky and Winter Soldier. Think about it. How many times do you think Bucky punches someone with his right hand? If my left arm was solid metal, I would never punch someone with my right hand. You ever seen Hellboy? He's got the giant fist that I he understand. Like flips cars over with. I understand, but think about it in another sense of artistically... Should have had two fucking arms. Why didn't everyone have metal arms in a fucking Iron Man suit? Anyways. So, Tony gets all kinds of pissed about, Cap, did you know 
And Cap's like, yeah, I kind of knew. Cap's like, I know everything, bitch. And, and I'm, I'm fucking. Tony gets way pissed. Yeah, the uh, whole third act of the movie is Cap trying to stop Tony from murdering another man. And him. Yeah, but up until like the final part, it wasn't really Cap's him. just kind of in the way, and yeah. he just like pushes him aside and tries to kill Bucky. That's fair. Until but the end. Then Bucky's down. He's hurting Bucky real bad. Bucky gets his arm blown off. He's hurting real bad. And we think he's dead. And Cap and Tony are just going Duking at it. it. And then... Until Tony starts mapping his fighting pattern. Yeah. And then starts beating the shit out of him. It's, Hard to watch, too. Getting punched with a metal arm. It's not pretty. It's really painful to watch. And then Cap gets to turn around on him. Iron Man tries to kill him because he gets up one more time. And he uses the old, I can do this I all. can do this all bloody day. <laughs> all bloody day? All bloody day. No. Because he's bloody. So Tony's going to shoot him. <laughs> Are we going to say it? Bucky uses the power of friendship, friendship, which is Mr. Sunday Movies, Shout on their out. review of Civil War. Big shout out. Power friendship. And then Cap's able to get the upper hand. And you think he's going to kill Tony. But none of us thought he was going to kill Tony. Because he's not Tony. He's Cap. Exactly. And so he braces the arc reactor with a shield. Which should shut down his suit completely. Like it did earlier in the movie. When War Machine got hit in the arc reactor. Yeah. Tony shouldn't be able to move. No. Unless he can somehow manage to lift. Busted and bruised. Like 900 pounds of metal. Yeah, we're not going to get into that part. I call bullshit on him ever getting out of there. Cap left him to freeze to death. He's a little more savage than we gave him credit for. (laughs) He left him there to starve. And all while this is going on, Black Panther's being a big help and keeping the main hero from, main villain from killing himself. Which I say. As opposed to like, maybe going down there and being like, hey guys. Let's stop this. Cut it out. That man didn't kill my father anymore. Of course, then Tony would have been like, but he did kill my father. And Black Panther would have been like, Bastard! I'm going to go back up top. (laughs) the villain. So they lock Zemo away. The Avengers are split up. And the final scene, we get our Stan Lee cameo, of course. Mr. Tony Stank. Waiting for Tony Stank. Cap busts all his buddies out of of prison. Mm Mm-hmm. And the movie ends. The Avengers and Captain America are dead. Yep. He's no longer Cap. He's just... Cap drops his shield. Forget about it. Yep. He's just Steve Rogers on He's the run. just old Steve. Mm. Isn't that crazy? What a movie. I have a few more fun points to talk about. Maybe just one more. So, you know, like, towards the... Uh, Middle of the movie when Steve and Bucky are remembering going on a double date. Yes. Remember that? And Cat mentions Bucky's date was a redhead named Dolores, nicknamed Dot. Yeah. Do you know what that was a reference to? No. That description fits with one of Peggy Carter's nemesis from Agent Carter, Dottie Underwood. Oh. Also exploited as a weapon by the Soviets. Oh, so they have a little common history. Mm Mm-hmm. With being exploited by those damn Russians. Mm-hmm. 
We do not support communism on this podcast. No. Or Russians in general. <laughs> hey, that's no, not. No, you're right. all right if you're Russian, unless you're in the Russian government. Then that's sketchy. Then, then fuck you. <laughs> but if you're just like of Russian heritage, you're all right. Um, want to talk about the Russo brothers for a second? Who's that? One of the greatest directors in the MCU. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, their influence for this this movie, for the character and story arcs. Seven. Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. Great movie. Fargo. Never seen it. Me either. And The Godfather. It's a good movie. The Godfather, huh? For the character and story arcs. I can see it, I guess. Interesting, huh? In Seven, Brad Pitt goes from a straight-laced cop to literally murdering a man at the end. Think about or Cap. Much in the way that Tony do. Well, think about Cap, too. He was he was a soldier. Yeah, you give me my commands, I'll go. True, true. Interesting. Yep. And that's all the fun facts I've got about Civil War. All the facts. It's the story. You don't really... If you haven't seen the movie, what we'll are you doing? confuse the hell out of you. But you kind of got the gist. Probably go see the movie, though. Absolutely. It's a good one. But to really understand everything, you kind of need to watch it. Twelve movies before it. Yeah. It's worth it, though. Great film. Yep. We should give it a rating. What should our rating be? I think we should do a rating based on what kind of alcohol it is. Mm-hmm. But give no context to the listeners as to whether that rating is good or bad. Okay. I would I would give this movie a Jack Daniels and Big Red because it shouldn't work. Because the Civil War and the They're comics. They weren't going to explain it. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Jack Daniels and Big Red, Civil War. Cold beer by the pool. There you go. Cold beer, Jack Daniels, Big Red by the pool. It works. It does. It's a great fucking movie. I know. I love it. Anyways. Anyways. Well, guys, this has been the first episode of Distilled Reviews, where we talk about the the movies that we like and the shitty ones, too. We might not talk about the shitty ones. We'll see. We got to work on that intro. We really do. All right. All right. Thanks, guys.